We are the Marcelin Brothers, and this is the Marcelin Brothers Podcast, MBP for short. We are here to share our story and to contribute our thoughts about everyday topics in life. Time to sit back, relax, and get ready for the MVP attack. What's going on, MVP family? We were running a little long from the MVP episode 6.1, Sports Camaraderie, How It Relates to Life. So we're just going to bring it down and start on 6.2. Sit back, relax, and enjoy that MVP attack. Trying to kind of keep their poker face on, but there's only the writings on the wall. There's a limited amount of time this government shutdown can happen before there's uprising and anarchy. So... Yeah. Unfortunately, wow. the only thing that I think would help, and it's never going to happen, is if you had the Senate and the House and the Congress not get paid until this was all over, then they definitely would have figured something out quick. But I think you might happen. be onto something. Like <laughs> that might be something that could potentially happen in the future, just like what Christopher was saying. Something has to change so that this doesn't happen again, and that might be the solution. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know if that's much of a solution because look at the kind of social aspect of kind of who becomes a senator, governor. Most of these people are just um, wealthy individuals to begin with that don't really depend on day in and day out jobs. So it may not affect Congress and Senate as much as you'd like to believe or hope. But, but I think they would at least happen. feel it because right now they're just depending on their constituents and their constituents are gonna you know they're gonna say oh they're gonna the person is gonna blame the other person and they'll still get the people who want to vote for them but at least in that aspect they would at least feel it a little bit you know yeah everybody needs to have a little skin in the game and that's a great way to get that Mm. yeah yeah but look at you chris throwing out maslow's hierarchy of needs impressive Marvin is a psych major, so he appreciates stuff like that. So that's <laughs> I do why appreciate he's loving it. that. Impressive, impressive. So, what do you think? Is it a great time to transition to the next aspect of our show? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, something I want to discuss with um, you all is, you know, the role of sports, specifically the camaraderie associated with sports. Um, so, to give you a little background as to why I think this is very interesting and and a worthwhile discussion is, you know, when you're younger, uh, I think it's a great thing for, you know, family members to, you know, have their children enroll into different sporting events. Maybe they're good at it. Maybe they're not. But at a younger age, it's all about participation and, and getting those skill sets and participating with other people. And something that I tend to look back on myself when I was younger. Uh, I don't really remember if I won the game, if I lost the game, but I kind of still remember that camaraderie aspect, uh, being able to uh, communicate in with other people who are playing the same sport as me on the same team, and then just being able to identify them, identify with them at a, a deeper level. It's because we're all doing a certain task. We have a certain goal. We're working together for that goal. And usually when you're in a team sport, uh, one person can't do everything. It, it's just not the way that it works, usually. And, Unless you're LeBron James. 
unless you're Le- but even with LeBron James, you you saw what was happening in Cleveland. You know he would bring him to the championship every every year. However, he didn't win it all every time. So you still have to depend on other people, and there's just something about putting yourself in a position where you need to depend on somebody and vice versa. They need to depend on you and you growing together um, as a cohesive uh, unit. And this concept doesn't just apply to sports. It kind of can be translated all throughout different facets in life, whether it's relationships, whether it's um, dynamics of the household, whether it's at work, I think that these things are extremely important, and I want to know what your take of it is. Uh, do you guys ever think that deeply when it comes to the the camaraderie aspect of sports? And I don't know. What What do you think? Absolutely. I mean, I want to just kind of jump in there and pounce on it, just because I 100% believe that at some point in your life, everyone should play some sort of team sport. Uh, it's necessary for developing interpersonal skills. Um, regardless of what profession you go into for the rest of your life, it's going to be important to be able to talk to other people. It's going to be important to work with other people. If you want to be successful, you have to be great at this. You have to do this seamlessly. You have to be able to delegate. You have to be able to accept responsibility, do your part, uh, fall into leadership roles, fall into following roles, know how to lead from the front, lead from behind when to step in, when to let someone else take the lead, when to acknowledge whoever has the hot hand to keep going and to stay in the game, when to encourage uh, who you may be thinking is the weakest link, how to turn the weakest link to your most valuable player. These are all skills that you learn all the time during sports. And kind of touching on what you said before with uh, you don't remember winning or losing, I really do agree with that, actually, now that you mention it. Uh, I do remember practices. I remember the conditioning, all of us suffering at the same time, and just that building and strengthening the bonds, the early morning workouts. It's definitely all about <coughs> learning how to communicate at all facets of life. And it definitely sharpens your communication and ability to work together, which is crucial to anything you want to do in life. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I think it's mandatory. Yeah, I think what sports does is it does focus on that team part. And I think the team part is is the key when you're looking at the camaraderie. Whenever I look back at some of the more difficult things that I've had to do, you know, some of that was mental, but a lot of that might, and some of that was physical as well. And I think when you're looking at sports, sports is a nice balance between having mental toughness along with physical toughness. And there are very few things in life that will push you in both of those areas at the same time. Mm. And I think that some of that camaraderie that you get is when you're in the trenches, when you are suffering with somebody else, you have a bond with that individual once you guys get out of it. So... Two-a-days, perfect example, Christopher, you know, talked about. You know, we all had two-a-days. You know, two-a-days definitely stunk. You know, you wake up early, do your practice. Then you finish that first practice. And then when you wake up, you're like, dang it, I got to do this (laughs) again. How am I going to do it? And the fact that 
you're going through this process with somebody else, eventually it's like, okay, I got to do it because I can't let Sam down because, you know, Sam is my buddy. Or, you know, if I don't come out, then, you know, I'm going to be, you know, affecting, you know, Peter because Peter depends on me because I'm his teammate and I'm not going to be able to do that. So let's talk about football specifics. So, you know, you're starting running back, fullback, your fullback doesn't come to practice. Now it's just you as the halfback or tailback and the backups in there. You're probably not going to get as good blocks as you would if your starting fullback was in there. So then that fullback just, you know, messed you up and that that hurt the individual. So I think in that team aspect, because you know that other person is mentally needing your assistance, that helps make you continue to do whatever you need to do. And then when you have when you're done with your two weeks worth of two days, three weeks worth of two days, and you look back and you realize, man, I can't believe I went through all of that. And a lot of the reason why you did it was because you had another person that was pushing you along that was saying, Hey, you can do it, or hey, you and me are doing it together. Hey man, I need you. You know, you you gotta make sure that you're supporting me. Hey, I can't do this without you. And you start realizing that you can do more than what you initially thought you can do. And it's because that other person brought it out of you. So that team piece is something that is able to be used in all aspects of life. And that's where Christopher was spitting out all the different scenarios where working with individuals as a professional, you're going to have to depend on more than one person. You know, all of us being in the healthcare field, we all know that when you're taking care of a patient, it's not just the physician. You know, the physician's kind of the quarterback of it, but you're going to need your skilled players. You know, you're going to need your nurses who are going to be there day in and day out to know exactly what's going on. You're going to need your pharmacist to be able to make sure that the pharmacist is prepping that physician and nurse with the right medication that you need. You're going to need that respiratory therapist. You're going to need all of your consoles. You're going to need your lab team to make sure that you can get the results that you need. You're going to need respiratory therapy. You need a whole slew of individuals. And then you got your support staff, you know, you've got your IT team members, you've got your plan ops team, you've got your environmental services, you got your dietary team. So you need all these people to make sure that you're able to take care of that patient. And I feel that those who have played sports understand what that means and relate from those past experiences to what they're doing now. So I definitely agree with you from that perspective about how camaraderie comes with working with each other and a lot of people get that through sports activities definitely and so another aspect that i realized you know just discussing this with you is i think most people naturally have a yearning to belong to something to be part of something and being part of a team is you're able to develop that and then you realize that that camaraderie is may most likely be something that you've been yearning for now, just to switch it up just a little bit, um, what about the aspect of finding the right team? Um, so what do I mean by that? Everybody, I think, naturally wants to be part of a group, right? But what if you don't have the right people within your group? I think that team notion is something that we uh, typically want to be part of. 
Now it's how do you select the right team in whatever task that you're doing. Let's you know talk about school for example, um, having the right team, having the right friends within school can help dictate and, and guide you in a certain path one way or another. Any views on on that topic as well? One hundred percent. I think that to me it's oh my goodness. I could talk about this for days. <laughs> I feel like okay. So let me backtrack. South Florida is has very, very, very different disparities amongst it. Um, and it also has one of the worst rated public schools there that are around. So a lot of people do go to private schools, charter schools. And believe it or not, I don't really think that there's much difference between the education. I believe that at the public schools, if you're in the honors advanced classes, they're teaching the same math that you're getting at the $30,000 to $100,000 a year private school. I think one of the main differences is you're paying for who your kids' friends are going to be. Who's going to be influencing your friends? Is it going to be what crowd your kids are hanging around with? If you limit the pool that they have to select from to become friends with and that kind of ultimately dictates a good chunk of who they're going to become character-wise. So you're paying more for character development. Um, a lot of these private schools, Christian schools, religious schools, you're paying for character development. I think that's the biggest thing you get out of it, not necessarily a better education. But mm. I think also character development will take you farther than a lot of the educations. Anyone can get a book. Anyone can really learn math. Uh, if they were motivated to, if they wanted to. I feel like a lot of these lower-rated public schools, it's frowned upon or not cool to get good grades. So if it's not cool to get good grades, kids always want to follow other kids, stay a part of the crowd, and kind of do what's cool, what's in. So if not getting good grades is in, there's going to be no motivation to study. Are the kids dumb? No, they're just scared to kind of stand apart from the crowd and get a good grade versus mm. on the opposite end of the spectrum, these preparatory schools where everyone's expected to have a 4.0, it's the same thing. It's cool to get straight A's. So these kids are driven to get straight A's because of the culture or the environment they're in. So I think that plays a huge difference is who you're around and who your friends are. I can't remember the exact saying. I think it's like you're, you are your five yeah, you're the average of the five people that you hang out with. Yeah, it sounds something to that effect. Any takes, Junior? No, no I think that that that's a that's a very controversial <laughs> topic, and and I think that you know, yeah, when you surround yourself, you need have these opportunities. You you definitely can do better, and I think no nobody's arguing the fact that. <clears throat> that is the case. But I think, you know, if we go back to the camaraderie and how do you surround yourself with people right. and how do you build that team, you know, I think that no matter what area that you're in, you're, you're going to have, you have to try to find people who are going to be like-minded like you to be able to succeed in a certain area. So how do you find that when you're doing that team atmosphere? I think a lot of that 
<clears throat> it's really going to have to depend on who you are as an individual. And mm. and that could be in a conversation in itself is who are you as an individual, nurture versus nature, mm. parenting that comes in. So I know Lee and I, when we're looking at schools, you know, are we going to do private? Are we going to do public? You know, we're probably planning on having Ophelia go to public school. And, mm-hmm. and I think that, you know, for her, you know, we're going to have to make sure that we're instilling certain traits so that when she is out and about and she's going to have to meet these friends on her own. Right. You know, she's going to have to discern, hey, you know, I'm going to hang out with you because you're a good person. You're a quality person. You're a hard worker. And I want to make sure that I'm like that. And I have people like that around me. <clears throat> now, it may not be as easy to do as if you're in another area, but you can't help the cards that you're dealt. So I right. think that, you know, finding people who are like you, finding people who are in a, in a room, you know, maybe you have a room of 100 people. And in that room of 100 people, in one scenario, in one setting, maybe you have 70 people who you want to be like. But then maybe in this other area, maybe you have 10 or 15. So the amount of people are a lot less, but it's still you as an individual trying to find that person that you're trying to be like, finding that person that you click with. And maybe you become you're the minority in that. But if you are with that person and you guys are tight, you guys are on the same page and you guys push each other and you guys want to make sure that you're succeeding in any way that you have to succeed, then you're going to do it. So I think to your point, it's you as an individual having those traits, finding what you need, because I think you can figure that out. It may be a lot harder to find it, but you find what you need to do so that you can, get whatever job you need to get done done so if it's in school i'm going to find the person who does care about work you know maybe there's five people who care about work so i'm instantly going to be hanging out those individuals and when i look back at my my schooling and i look back at my education i mean no matter where you are you're going to have people on all different spectrums you're going to have people who care about school you're going to have people who don't care about school you're going to have individuals who are class clowns you're going to have individuals who are super serious about what they're doing and again it's up to that individual to seek out who they want to be like and if they're finding the wrong types of people then you know that's where are you going to have somebody to help pull you out but ultimately it's going to depend on what you're learning at home to figure that out so i think how you find those right individuals is by looking at what you want to become Right. And being real with that. Some people may not want to be the straight A top of the class type of person. And they're they're just okay with going to school, having fun, doing what they need to do. And, you know, I'm not here to say that's right or that's wrong, you know, for the general public. I mean, I know what I want for my daughter. But <clears throat> I think it's also realizing that you may not, the type of people that you want to hang out with is going to dictate what your success is. And that may not necessarily be the straight A person. That may just be the person who's just having fun and hanging out. Yeah. So all in all, I think when it comes to camaraderie sports, this is something that everybody can relate to. Um, a great way to start off is through sports when you're a young kid and you start to develop how you start to realize how your relationships with people can um, extend on a deeper level, like you're working together for a common goal. But 
eventually people finish their sports, they graduate, they move on. But in reality, people want to develop that camaraderie one way, shape, form, or another. And a lot of that also develops into friendships with other people. And I think it's very important to kind of see the dynamic of the friendships that you've developed with other people. And maybe if there's possible to take a step back to see, you know, where are you going big picture wise? Um, how are you developing as an individual? And it can be extremely difficult to do, especially when you're in middle school or high school, you know, that's where, you know, parenting is extremely important because a lot of times they can give you that um, outside point of view to help you uh, realize if you're on the right track or the wrong track. And I don't know, I think all this kind of does tie into sports and camaraderie because when you're younger, if you start off with sports as a young kid, it might be one of your first uh, tastes, first instances that you're, uh, introduced to that that sort of thing and it never ends it it, it keeps on going when you get older you still run into this type of situation so that's what i think anyways we have had a fantastic episode today i know i threw a little curveball at the end but i just wanted to see what your take was for uh, those topics but any uh last words um, I mean, definitely lots of stuff to said today. We could definitely spin it off and have a couple of other podcasts to delve deeper into the topic. Basically, in summary, um, always important to work on interpersonal skills, especially at a younger age. I think they'll take you farther in life than anything. Um, it's very important to be able to assess the situation, um, quickly kind of form a quote-unquote team, um, divvy up tasks, and usually a lot of people do this without even realizing that they're doing it, and that's the best. That's how you know you've mastered kind of interpersonal skills and just being around people, and this is just a very social um, social world where you have to work with others. You can't be by yourself at any point. I think if we're trying to wrap up with the topic, so we first talked about team sports and how sports has the camaraderie and then when you're thinking of camaraderie you're thinking of friendships you're thinking about relationships and you know a take-home point is the point that you Christopher and Marvin brought up was that you know you're the average of the five people that you hang out with so if you're looking for good quality relationships if you're looking for individuals that you would work well with if you're looking for people that are going to be your support people look at the five people who you're around and is that what you want and if it's not you know the beautiful thing about life and people is that you can find other people to surround yourself with so you know when it's in the work environment when you're trying to hire employees you know find the right people if these people aren't the right ones find other employees if you're looking at coworkers, like you are partnering in a business or something and you don't like the direction where the business is going and you don't like the coworkers that you're with then find different coworkers that you want to be around with or go somewhere else and try to help cultivate the types of people that you're at. So just keeping in mind that you are who you spend time with and make sure that you get the right people that you want to spend time with. Cool, man. Very deep. I love it. I love it. Well, what do you think? Should we wrap it up? I'm going to sign us out. So this is Marvin. 
This is the Marson Brothers Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. All right. See you guys later. Have a good day at work. Maybe I'll see you on Saturday. Maybe not. We will see, depending on how today goes, tonight goes. Good luck on your weekend. Have fun, Marvin. I'll see you later. Deuces. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Marston Brothers Podcast. And remember, do work and make a difference in somebody's life.